Welcome to the Christian Essentials Podcast, sponsored by ChristianGiftDepot.com and by iSuccess Academy, helping people succeed. Now, here's your host, Teddy Levron. Well, hello again. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you could join us again. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying our series, What Did Jesus Teach? We've just completed a short series on what Jesus taught about himself. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, I'd encourage you to download them from the website, along with the other handouts, the free Bible study resources that we have available there. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't had a chance. Tell your friends and family about it as well. That way you'll get reminders and notices when we have new resources and podcast episodes available. The website address again is christianessentialspodcast.com. From there, you can send me an email or a message through our contact page. Uh, Let me know that you're listening. Let me know if you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests that you'd like to share with us, or if you have um, other topics that you'd like to get some information on about the Bible, about uh, essentials of what Christian uh, doctrine is. Uh, just send me a note, send me a message, and we will certainly try to help you, uh, to pray for you, and to encourage you along the way. So today what we're going to do is start a new topic in our What Did Jesus Teach series, but this will just be sort of an overview uh, podcast. We're actually going to start into the series next week. Uh, We're talking about what Jesus taught about God the Father. So In our last topic series, we learned that Jesus declared that he was God, and he proved it. So what's the idea about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit? What do we mean when we talk about the Trinity? Are we saying there are three gods? That's a big misconception. A lot of other groups try to attack Christianity with the idea that we have three different gods. Well, that's not true. That's not how we believe, and it's not what the Bible teaches. Uh, What we're talking about is one God who reveals himself to us as three persons. It's a concept that's fairly difficult for us to fully comprehend with our very limited understanding as human beings. It's sort of been described to me this way, that we're finite beings trying to understand and explain an infinite God. And that's pretty accurate. We have very limited understanding. Our, our understanding level, our knowledge level in the scope of the entire universe is very small. God is all in all, and he is all-knowing. So trying to comprehend the God who created us is very difficult. And the concept uh, comes to us in a way where Jesus tries to explain, and the Bible explains who God is in a way that we can understand. He tries to express his characteristics uh, and his attributes through b- us being able to see him in his different roles as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's all one God functioning all together. Okay? So, um, there there isn't really enough time to unpack everything related to this topic in this podcast format. So uh, it's really a lifetime of learning. 
I've added some links and resources on the website for those of you who would like to take sort of a deeper dive into studying the Trinity. But for now, let's just get a basic understanding of the concept before we start trying to uh, study what Jesus taught about God the Father. So first, let's consider a couple of things. Let's consider two things that Jesus said. First thing is in uh, the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 22. He says, All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knows who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. So basically, Jesus is telling us, you're not going to fully understand who I am. You're not going to fully understand who God the Father is. You're only going to be able to understand as much as I reveal to you or in the way that I reveal it to you. So we come to the point of having to have faith. We have to have a trust that what we're being told is true. Uh, with our limited understanding. Everything in this world basically boils down to faith. I have people that tell me that, well, I'm a man of science, and I'm a man of business, and I'm a man of all kinds of things, right? Bottom line, when it comes to eternal matters, it all comes down to being a man of faith or a woman of faith, a child of faith. What do you have faith in? Maybe you're a man of faith in science, but you're not really a man of science. You have to have faith in the areas that you don't fully understand because no one fully understands what we still don't know about science, right? There's some faith involved, right? So what Jesus is saying here is, I'm going to reveal what you need to know. Is he going to reveal everything about God? No. There are still going to be some things once we're done and we've gotten to the end of ourselves as far as what we can understand and, and what we know about God. There's going to be a limit to it. But if we trust God and if we trust that Jesus is who he says he is and he proved it, go back and listen to the other episodes. You'll see what I mean. He proved it. If we can trust him, then we can trust that the rest of what he's telling us is going to be true. And we can hinge our life on it. We can actually apply what we're learning about God's character and his attributes, learning what's pleasing to him and what's not pleasing to him. When we learn those things, we can apply it to our lives so that we can, we can live in a way that's pleasing to God and spend eternity with him in heaven. So he, he says something else in the book of John in chapter 14, verses 6 and 7. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. So in that statement, he basically declares that he is God and that if you've seen him and you've learned about his character and his attributes, you've learned about God's attributes and God's character. Now, God the Father, in that role, he has a different, a different thing that he does. 
it, there's a different aspect of his personality that's exhibited as God the Father than what he exhibits as God the Son. So it's important to understand that our starting point to grasping the concept of the Trinity is learning what Jesus had to say and observing his character and his attributes. He's our gateway to understanding. As we learned in the previous lessons, as God the Son, Jesus declares his equality with God, and we just saw it again in the Scripture. It's one of the main reasons the religious leaders of his time plotted to kill him. Throughout his teaching, he taught about and lived about his distinct and unique role of God the Son. His role to sacrifice, to die for our sins and rise again, is unique to his position in the Godhead. The role of God the Father and God the Holy Spirit is different. And we'll reach into those topics in the coming episodes, in the coming little mini-series that we're going to do about God the Father and God the Holy Spirit to get a better understanding of all of these aspects, all of the roles that God plays in our lives. So again, the Bible teaches that there's only one God, but he's revealed to us in three persons, a concept we will never fully understand because we're limited in our understanding. God is much more complex and bigger than our capability to understand. So God tells us again in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 9, he says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So let's face it, some concepts, actually everything, like we said a minute ago, falls in the category of faith. As you begin to learn what Jesus teaches about God's character, his faithfulness, his ability, his desires, his mercy, his grace, glory, power, and so on, we're required to submit to him and trust that these things are true. In my own experience, I've come to understand that the more I submit and trust, the better I understand. The more I trust that what God's word says and step out in faith to live according to his word, I find out that it is true. I find out that God has told me the truth all along the way and that he's looking out for my best interest. He loves me and he cares about me, so he doesn't want me to stumble. He tries to steer me away from those things that would cause me to stumble. So we can trust him. We trust him because we've tried him, so to speak. You've had faith and stepped out and said, I'm going to start this relationship. And now as you take more and more steps and continue to walk on the journey and build that relationship, you gain more insight. The word of God starts making more sense because it's being applied to daily living. It makes sense and you can trust it. The, the gaps that are there are always going to be there. There are certain things that you simply just won't understand. The reason I'm spending time on this and the reason I seem to be repeating myself a few times is because over the years as an evangelist, as I've gone out and done outreach and tried to share my faith with other people, I've come across this idea over and over and over that people think that God owes them the answer to everything. And he doesn't. You have to trust him. At some point, he's going to require that you trust him, 
that you exhibit the characteristic of faith in him. Uh, again, I'll go back to this idea of having uh, had many conversations related to people who trust in science. Some people trust in themselves. The fact of the matter is that there are a lot of unanswered questions in the world of science. There are scientists who have come to understand that. They're Christians, and, and they understand, hey, I'll never understand all of it, but I sure will try. I'm going to try to get the best understanding and the best grasp of this topic as I can. And most of the time, once they come to that point where they're at the jumping off point of having to have faith because they've hit the end of their own understanding, uh, they've gained enough enough understanding and enough facts and enough proof that science isn't opposed to Christianity. It's actually proving Christianity is right. Every time they, they turn another shovel of dirt somewhere and uncover something in the archaeological studies that they're doing, they find out that what the Bible said is true. It's not a book of myths. It's not a book of fairy tales and stories. It's actual history of mankind. So you you have to come to that understanding in your own life. And I don't want you to be deterred off of your path that you're on in seeking a deeper understanding of God because somehow somebody told you that you one day would fully understand all of this. You won't. And and I I just wanted to qualify that. I wanted to take this podcast episode and just share that with you. Uh, because you're going to, at some point, run into people who feel that God owes them an answer to everything. And if they can't fully understand why God has done something or how he's done it, then they simply won't believe. So it's important in our journey along this path to understand that we're as we learn about God and as we try to share about God with other people— we won't have a 100% way to explain things to them. When we get to the section of this Bible study series on uh, God the Holy Spirit, you'll start to understand that God has a way to deal with that himself. Uh, There are ways that God can communicate with people that we cannot. Uh, So when we get to that point, you'll understand that as we begin to understand and as we begin to share our faith with others, The Holy Spirit is working to help everyone to understand. I know I've used the word a lot, but but that's what this is all about. It's about uh, being comfortable with the fact that we won't understand at all. But what we do understand, we need to apply. We need to exhibit faith and we need to live our lives in a way that we're following in as much as we do understand about the word of God. So. With this very basic understanding of the Trinity, let's begin to look into what Jesus taught about God the Father in our next podcast. In the coming episodes, we're going to learn about God's nature, his characteristics. His overall nature includes love, light, truth, and spirit. We'll look at the fact that he's holy and righteous. We'll talk about what that means to us. We'll talk about the fact that God is sovereign. He cares for us. We are his heirs and he desires a personal relationship with us. 
So we're going to delve into those topics about God the Father as we move forward. There are going to be several episodes in this part of the series, so I hope you'll join us uh, for all of them. I want to encourage you also to download the study guide and the outline. Kind of spend some time reading and praying through that uh, so that you can get a basic understanding of the Trinity. And as we move move forward, things are going to make a lot more sense as we as we get along the way. Also, don't forget, again, to subscribe to the podcast, invite your friends and family, go to ChristianEssentialsPodcast.com, download past episodes, the free resources, and explore the other Bible study series as well. So, I appreciate you joining me. I hope you will continue on the journey with us. I'll be praying for you as we go. I'll be praying for your understanding and for you to be able to apply the knowledge that you're getting. So until next time, God bless you. For more information and resources, please visit our website, ChristianEssentialsPodcast.com. Also visit our sponsors, ChristianGiftDepot.com and iSuccessAcademy. You've been listening to the Christian Essentials Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe.